This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 189. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. These past few weeks have been really up and down for me. Uh, I had a bout of COVID that I got as an unexpected gift from one of my coworkers, and that was not fun. But I'm blessed and fortunate that I did not get too sick, and I recovered pretty quickly. It did change my vacation plans because I had a lot of things planned this month. So instead of the two trips that I had planned, I ended up having to cancel um, one of them, actually two of them, um, cancel the flights, cancel the vacation, and I just stayed home and was able to rest and recuperate and try not to give my germs to anyone else in the world. I did get to go to Kentucky right before I got COVID, and that was to attend a concert that my daughter performed in with a group called The Tapestry. And that was really amazing. Not only did I get to see my daughter, but I get got to see her perform with this group. And it's a group of rock musicians and opera singers. And what they do is they take certain rock songs and they combine opera songs together. And it's really beautiful to hear how they mix the styles. Um, I also, just this past weekend, after I had recovered, I got to go to Elk Rapids, Michigan, which is in the upper lower peninsula of Michigan. And I got to take my parents up there. So that was beautiful and relaxing. And so overall, I've been having uh, great things going on and doing well. I'm working hard and really enjoying my summer. So with that little recap, I hope you are all doing well as well and enjoying this beautiful time of year. So before I get into this amazing podcast that I have for you, I just wanted to offer you a reminder that I have a place where you can sign up for free coaching on my website. For any of you that are listening, you can go to my website, juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com and sign up there. It's just a Zoom call where we either talk about coaching or coach you for 45 minutes or so, and you can kind of get a little taste of how that all works. Also, if you go to my website, you can leave me your email address and you will get my Wednesday weekly words. It's just an email that you get every Wednesday morning in your inbox, and it's some words of encouragement. And you'll get that, I think I send it at like 6 a.m., so it'll come first thing in the morning. If you want to make any suggestions for the podcast, you can send me an email at jacapeldvm at gmail.com. I would love to hear from each and every one of you. So today on the podcast, I want to talk about our primitive brain, or as I call it, the chihuahua brain, and how we all struggle. So the reason this came up for me is so many times when I'm coaching my clients, veterinarians or non-veterinarians, they seem to be under the assumption that I have it all figured out because I'm a life coach. They sometimes say things that leads me to believe that they think that my brain operates differently 
because I've learned these life coaching tools and I know how to coach myself. They think that I have it all together and that there's some buried secret of the universe that keeps me from ever feeling negative emotion. They think that I'm a person that they see on Zoom or here on the podcast or when I coach them that I'm always that person. And that is so far from the truth. So I came up with this idea for the podcast specifically for that reason. My brain works just like yours does. I have up days, I have down days, I have dark thoughts and my happy thoughts. I worry and stress about so many things. My parents, my work, my kids, money. I have little bouts of anxiety at work when something goes wrong. I have some anxiety when I have a big fat dog spay to do. I procrastinate at times. I make excuses for my life. I get nervous when I have to talk to angry clients sometimes. And especially the really predictable ones that are the ones that are really scary. I get nervous around them. And then I have days when I'm feeling lazy and I just want to rest. I have days where I eat too much or go out to eat and overindulge. I have days where I push myself to the point of exhaustion. I overschedule and sometimes I underperform. And then I have sick days, especially like I did after and during my bout with COVID. So I have all the struggles that a normal human being has because I'm a human. And I've said this before, and I do believe it wholeheartedly, that life is meant to be a series of up and down, ups and downs. It has to be a contrast. My life coach school calls it 50-50 life. It ebbs and flows. But we all have those good days and bad days. And some of us struggle more than others, especially if we're struggling with clinical depression or overwhelming anxiety. And if you, if you think that's you, or if you've ever had thoughts of suicide, please get yourself a good psychiatrist and get on medication. The doctors will decide if you need it and the doctors will help you work your way out of it. And there's no shame in any of that. Some human brains need treatment. And the truth is that you have to look at yourself and know yourself well enough and love yourself enough to work on getting what you need to help yourself. So even if you don't feel a lot of love for yourself right now, ask for help. There's so much joy available to you in this world, even if your primitive chihuahua brain doesn't believe it right now. If you've not heard me on the podcast before, you may be thinking, what is this chihuahua brain you speak of? It's kind of confusing, right? I call my primitive brain the part of the brain that contains all of your emotional memories, your flight, fight, freeze response, and your negative thoughts about yourself and the beliefs about yourself, that amygdala part of your brain, I call that my chihuahua brain. And we all have this part of our brain. I, the reason I call it the chihuahua brain is I chose to give mine a name to help me remember that I can control all of it with my higher brain, that prefrontal cortex. And the reason that I picked Chihuahua out of all the breeds that I see in practice is because I have seen a number of Chihuahua patients in the past that were just super freaked out. They scream, they try to bite, 
anytime you do anything to them and they're just very insecure. And some of them are so over the moon stressed out that they get out of their minds with fear and fight. And so those are the dogs that I think of when my brain offers me these terrifying thoughts that don't serve me. The picture in my mind of that dog helps me remember that many of my terrifying thoughts are unnecessary. Now, that part of our brain has a purpose. We all need that part of our brain that causes the fight or flight response. You need that immediate quick reaction in a life and death situation to get yourself out of trouble. You either run or you fight. So the first thing that I like to teach my coaching clients when they start working with me is that they are completely normal and completely worthy of all good things. If you know in your heart that you're worthy of happiness and joy, you will start to take the big steps that you need to take to figure out your issues and start working on gaining the tools to work on yourself and feel better and get unstuck and go for your goals and do big things and be an amazing, confident veterinarian. These are all skills that you can develop and that you can learn in order to overcome that scared Chihuahua brain. So please believe me when I say that, is that we all have this problem. There aren't people out there that are perfect and perfectly happy all the time. It just isn't possible. And so when you see these people that you admire that have it all put together, realize that they really don't. It's a facade that they're putting on for the internet, for people that they're asking to follow them. Like we all have these things. However, some people spend more time working on themselves than others. And what I'm wanting to offer you in this podcast is that you can do the same. You just have to realize that you're worthy of that work and that you're a normal human. And then you have to get a little bit unafraid in order to take the first steps. So the first thing that I want you to do when you're struggling is tell yourself that you are worthy. Then realize you have a normal human brain. So as stuck as you are feeling, you can work your way out of it. It's so possible and it's so rewarding, but it is work. You need to invest some time and effort into working on yourself to improve your attitude, improve your productivity, and become more happy. So this past weekend, I wrote a blog about procrastination and motivation, mostly for myself, because I was feeling unmotivated and I had skipped an entire week of writing my blogs and podcasts. I did get a podcast out into the world because I had some interviews that I had banked up, but I like to write something every week for the podcast, some material that I can share with you. I want to get interesting content out there for you and hopefully say something on every podcast that might help you. Something that'll get you motivated and moving in a positive direction. So yesterday I put in a lot of effort to get this podcast written for you today. So let's talk a little bit about how you can start working on your primitive brain to get you out of your bad habits, anxiety, stress, procrastination, and harmful self-talk. That negative brain is really powerful. And because you've lived with it and that negativity for so long, you think that your thoughts are facts. You've been thinking these negative things about yourself for so long 
they've turned into beliefs. And a belief is created by thinking the same thoughts over and over again. So for example, when I sit down to write something, like my blog on procrastination, my negative brain tells me that I have no original ideas and I'm a terrible writer. And the reason it offers me those thoughts is because my brain is trying to keep me safe. My brain does not want me to feel embarrassed if my writing is poor, if I make a grammar mistake, or someone doesn't like what I put out into the world. My brain's trying to keep me safe. And when I was in junior high school, I was told by a pretty powerful teacher, at least in my mind, that I was not good at writing. So for the rest of my life, my brain believes that thought. The more I think I'm not good at writing, the less likely I am to start writing and get better at it. So when I got into coaching, a coach pointed that out to me, that the only thing that was keeping me from writing were my thoughts that I wasn't good at writing. So I had to realize where that belief was holding me back and get over that belief in my brain, in my chihuahua brain, to start to write. So once I started and once I was able to overcome some of those thoughts, not that I didn't still have them, but once I started getting over them, there was no stopping me with writing. But even while I continuously write, I still hear that little chihuahua voice in my head telling me that I'm not good at it, that I can't write. So I have to realize that it will be there and then choose to do the writing anyway. And every time I overcome my brain, it gets easier to do. I practice hearing my own objections, and then I start writing. So step one is just working to figure out what your thoughts are that hold you back. I recommend that you spend each day dumping all of your thoughts out of your head onto a sheet of paper or typing them into your phone or computer. So just spend that five to 10 minutes every day downloading or dumping your thoughts. And it will be difficult at first because you won't know what to write. And you'll just sit there and say, well, I don't know what to write. I don't know what I'm thinking. Because sometimes those thoughts are so ingrained that we don't even really know we're having them. But if you do it, even if it's difficult, and you just start writing or typing, whatever comes to mind or whatever, you know, whatever you're thinking about, even if it's like, I need to do this, or maybe it's your to-do list. But as you do it more and more often, some of those thoughts are going to start to come out and you're going to be able to put them in front of your eyes so you can start to see what your thoughts and beliefs are about yourself and about your life. And once you start to see what's in your head, then you can sort out the themes. And once you have a theme, you can start to work on them. So one of my big themes is I'm not good at writing. One of my other themes is I'm not good at focusing. And so you have to focus to write. I have to focus a lot in my job. And so I know I can do it. But one of my stories is, is that I'm not good at it because I'm an ENFJ and we're, we like to be all over the place and we like to do lots of things. And I like to have variety in my life. So part of that personality story that I have is that I don't know how to focus. But I can work on that thought. So after you get all those thoughts out and you start to discover your themes, step two is to try to remain neutral about those thoughts. Be interested, but not critical. So many times when we start this coaching work, 
we're ashamed or upset by the thoughts that we see coming out of our brain. That chihuahua is, is kind of wild in there. We have bad thoughts or shameful thoughts about our thoughts, which is kind of crazy. But doing a thought dump can make you feel worse if you start judging yourself for the thoughts. So don't do that. Just be fascinated about what you find in there. Whatever comes out onto your paper, just read it without judgment. And then you can kind of sort those things that are coming out in those thoughts into things that are actually facts and things that are just thoughts. And your brain will think everything's a fact because your brain thinks it's really smart. But if you really question each one of those thoughts, is this actually factual? then you can start to break down some of those barriers that you've got in that brain. And then if you know why you think that way, write that down too. So if a story comes up to you like, oh yeah, this junior high teacher told me I couldn't write, and that kind of comes up, write that down too, because that is an explanation of where that belief and that discovery came from. And sometimes it's so many years ago and it's so deeply ingrained that it feels like a fact. But in reality, it was one crazy teacher. Like I discovered I was afraid to write because of a junior high teacher. And he was intimidating to me. He was really a big kind of scary dude. And so I believed him. He told me I couldn't write. But that wasn't a fact. It was one person's opinion, probably about one paper that I turned in, that affected me through the rest of my life. And once I discovered that, it's just a thought and a belief because I thought it so many times, then I could work on it to stop myself from believing that story that I carried in my head for years. And it's very freeing when you do this work. If you can open up your brain to new possibilities, you will feel like a different human. It's great. I love it. That's why I love life coaching so much. And I think every single veterinarian and everyone that works in the veterinary profession should learn about this in some way, whether you get coached or whether you just study it or whether you just listen to this podcast. I really want you to embrace these concepts because they are so freeing. And then the third thing that I want you to do when you're doing this work on this Chihuahua brain, I want you to really know and feel that you're not alone. We all have these stories and problems that we need to work on in order to become the best version of ourselves. And it's a lifelong work. Don't get frustrated. Don't get discouraged with yourself. Just plug along and realize that any progress is progress. One little baby step at a time. Give your negative brain a silly name like I did. And then when you look at it, you can look at it in a different way. It's in you and it's part of you, but you have the choice to listen to it or not. It'll feel very difficult, sometimes impossible, but get a coach or someone to help you work on it and your life will start to open up. Now, the next thing I want to offer you is that you'll probably not feel like doing this work. When you sit down to do it, it won't feel good. And the thought will come up from your brain, I don't feel like it. And this is a thought that I think a lot. My brain likes to offer me this thought. Oh, you don't feel like going for a bike ride right now. Why don't you just watch some TV? Oh, you don't feel like it. Why don't you go get a snack? You shouldn't work on the podcast right now because you don't feel like it. You're tired. So that's those are the kind of thoughts that come up a lot that you'll hear. 
And you'll think them and then you'll be like, oh, I don't feel like it. Well, is that really true? Or can I push through and just start working and get some things done? And that thought, I don't feel like it, is one that keeps us in procrastination. And it's something that we all do. We drag our feet. We distract ourselves when we know there's something that we'd rather be doing. And so that procrastination causes us to avoid work. And it usually comes from the thought that these tasks will be difficult or painful. And a lot of the pain comes from overcoming your negative thoughts. So realize that when, you, when your brain says, I don't feel like doing this right now, realize that you're, it's trying to keep you safe from the negativity that's in there. It's trying to get you not to do the things that you want to do, which is kind of crazy, right? It's your brain, but it's trying to hold you up. And that's why it's such work and such great work to realize what your brain is doing for you. Another thought that sometimes keeps us in procrastination is that we don't have time. And so a lot of times when you catch yourself scrolling through your phone, and I do this a lot, when, I, when I'm feeling overwhelmed by the amount of things that I have to do in a day, I'll pick up my phone and I'll go to Instagram. What are my kids doing? Maybe they put up a post. I'll check YouTube because my daughter has a YouTube channel and so does my son. Maybe they posted a new video, so I'll look for those. I'll spend time doing something that I really don't need or want to do. And it's because I'm avoiding something else that I want to get done. So realize when you're feeling stuck that it's your brain trying to procrastinate those negative feelings that you have to overcome to get things done. So here's a few tricks to get out of that procrastination when your brain is is overwhelming you. First of all, do the thought download so you kind of know where your brain is at and get those things out. And then think of why you want to do something. What is the priority? What are your values? If I've got a list of 20 things to do today, I probably will just sit there and scroll through Instagram because I don't want to do the 20. But if I look at those 20 and I say, okay, this one is a priority today. It really, I want to get this done. I need to get it done. And it's valuable, like recording this podcast. This is my priority then I'll be more likely to do it, right? I'll sit down and write it, then I'll record it because I know it's really important for me because it makes me happy to put this work out there for you. And also I know it's important to somebody out there listening. And if one person hears something valuable out of my podcast, that makes me so, so happy. Something that will help you get moving. So if I start on that one priority, one small step, then I can start to become motivated. And then the rest of my list doesn't feel so overwhelming. And then once I've chosen that priority, I kind of have to decide how long it might take. Because if I think I don't know, then my brain gets overwhelmed. But if I guess, okay, this podcast is going to take me 30 minutes or an hour or whatever, then I can set aside the time to work on it. So for example, I did this this morning. I had on my priority list to pull weeds in my yard because it was looking pretty shoddy out front. And so I guessed it would take about an hour. So when I got back from my bike ride, I started weeding and I set my timer for an hour. And I just wanted to see how far I would get. And I did. I did weeding. So if I want to work longer than an hour, I can always restart the timer. But if I know I only have to pull weeds for an hour, it doesn't sound as overwhelming as I have to pull all the weeds in the whole entire yard. Because we have a big backyard and it's on the woods 
and we get lots of weeds. And when I think about weeding my yard, I get overwhelmed from that thought. So the task is much more manageable if I know I only have to do it for an hour. And if it all gets done, great. If it doesn't, then I can decide when the timer goes off. Do I want to schedule another hour today or do I want to stop and do it another day? Like today, I stopped because I had other things to do. So just expect that when this stuff starts to come up, you're going to have negative emotion and your chihuahua brain will almost always kick in. But if you expect it and you want to feel uncomfortable, you'll be more able to handle those uncomfortable feelings when they come up when you have this heavy schedule or this long list. And practicing feeling uncomfortable will make it easier when you can embrace feeling uncomfortable on purpose. And then my last tip, or one of the other tips that I have for you today and this subject, this Chihuahua brain subject, is to find someone else to hold you accountable for this goal that you're setting. To either learn about yourself, get better at handling your negative thoughts, creating something that you want to create. These are all things that we procrastinate and that our chihuahua brain can hold us back from. So when I'm really stuck, it helps me to talk it over with my life coach or my husband. Sometimes I'll say something to my kids or my friends and just get it out in the open and then ask them to help me understand why I'm not doing it. And so sometimes when you just have someone outside yourself teaching you about yourself, it helps you get moving. And your coach, if it's me or whoever it is, will give you that kick in the pants. You need to get motivated and moving and start getting over your chihuahua brain. So this week, what I'd love for you to do is get to work on getting to know yourself, either getting to know your negative brain, maybe give it a name like I do, You can do that. You can even actually give it a name like Bob. My brain Bob is so annoying or whatever. But just start to get to know that part of you and realize that it's within all of us and we all need to do the work to understand it and work around it. And that's how things get done. So I want you to try to get at least one thing done this week, create some motivation, and then once you start going, You're going to get this momentum going, even if you don't feel like it, even if your brain is telling you it will be painful, even if you have a lot of negative thoughts about yourself in this realm or in this, you know, subject matter. If you have negative thoughts about yourself about writing like I did, try to do some writing. Like if there's something you've really always wanted to do that your brain is holding you back from, just do a little bit and really see what comes out of your brain as you fight with that chihuahua. Okay, so before we wrap up, I'm going to read you a couple of quotes and kind of ironically, I guess, or maybe not so ironically, two of them that I picked are from Mark Twain. So let me read those first. The first one is, the secret of getting ahead is getting started. And that one's pretty simple, but it's true, right? If you've never done this kind of work on yourself, this self-coaching work, just try to get started. Just do one tiny little thing that I suggested today and it will make all the difference. The next one from Mark Twain is, stay away from those people who try to disparage your ambitions. Small minds will always do that, but great minds will give you a feeling that you can become great too. And that one's one's amazing, right? That is so true. Don't let people naysay you. 
people have done it to me all my life. You know, the, the teacher, I sometimes have um, other people say, oh, life coaching is weird or whatever. Don't let people tear down your ambitions. And the last quote I have is from Diane McLaren. And it says, nature has given us all the pieces required to achieve exceptional wellness and health, but has left it to us to put these pieces together. And the reason I like that one is it's so true. You have the tools, you have the power, we all do, but you have to do a little bit of the work to help yourself manage your negativity, manage your life, and get motivated and get things done. So I just want to say to all of you out there that are listening, I hope something resonated with you from this podcast. I thank you so much for listening today. And if something did resonate with you, share this episode with someone that you think will benefit from it. It is our job as a profession, the veterinary medical profession, to try to take care of each other. And that's what it's all about. So share it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen and tell one person that you think might need to hear this about the podcast. And don't forget to email me, jacapeldvm at gmail.com and let me know about your progress in any of these things that we're talking about on the podcast. If something amazing happened for you, I certainly want to hear about it. If you're struggling, I would love to hear about that too. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Bye. Bye.